0: Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutLoud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24 7 talk radio. In addition to that, check out all the articles and podcasts updated daily over at AmericaOutLoud.com. We're excited for the show tonight. We've got a special guest. Darren Aquino is going to be joining us once again. It's been a while since he's been on the show. We've had him on a few times, so we're excited to have him on again. Uh, We're going to be talking about what's going on in the city that Rob lives in, New York City, and Mayor Eric Adams. We spent a lot of time talking about Eric Adams on this show already. Um, a lot of failed promises on his end. Uh, if you remember, we had on mayor candidate uh, Fernando Mateo who came on and tried telling us that we should give Eric Adams a chance and he might not do such a bad job. And uh, we've called him out for that since then, and we totally disagree. Eric Adams has been a disaster, and he's been horrible for New York City. Uh, Not much of an upgrade from de Blasio, from what I've seen. If you look at what he did with that vaccine, fired so many city workers for not being willing to take it. Uh, People like Kyrie Irving lost millions of dollars because they wouldn't... um, let him play basketball because he hadn't been vaccinated. It was just a lot of overreach from Eric Adams. Now we're seeing all these problems he's having with the illegal immigrants, problems with crime. Um, It's just de Blasio 2.0, it feels like, uh, from the outside looking in. Uh, Rob, you're in New York City. Uh, What can you tell us?
1: You're right, Andrew.
0: New York, things in New York don't
1: look good at all. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight i don't know what to say back in the last time we had darren on it was in september i think of 2021 and he warned us about eric adams not that he had to because to me it was written on the walls that this guy was uh not competent enough to run a city of this size but what happened andrew is that everyone started looking at diversity and equity and it's time now to have a black man a woman to run the city and when you look back at the candidates that were running it was full of diversity and equity of people that weren't necessarily accomplished that could do the job i mean look at the guy that we got rid of de blasio two terms The guy was incompetent. And look at what he did to the city. When he took over, the city was popping. It was booming. We had law and order. de Blasio came in and destroyed it all. And this is the same de Blasio, whom I'm hearing, wants to run for secretary, I think, of uh, – he wants to be on Biden's cabinet. I forgot what position he's trying to uh, run for. He's putting his name out there. Pick me, pick me. Are you serious? After you destroyed New York City, you think that you should now be a cabinet member? Well, of course, he tried to run for the presidency. He tried to run for the Senate. These people never give up, and they keep going and going. And you know what? Why should they? Because you have people who will vote for them de Blasio was voted for twice. During the first term, we saw that what he was doing, he was destroying the city. And then he came in a second time and just finished the job. Look at the crime. Crime is through the roof. We're told, oh, but you know, this is diversity and equity, and you know, we're looking at the wrong people, and we've got to let these people out of jail because it's not fair. There's too many of them in jail. There's too many black people that are committing crimes. There's too many brown people that are committing crimes. And if you commit a crime, you do the time. You go to jail. I don't want you out in the streets. We think this is okay. Look at the homeless crisis. Oh, and we're going to be a sanctuary city. And now, Adam Eric Adams is saying we can't handle this. Biden needs to do something about it. What do you mean he needs to do something about it? You guys were welcoming all these illegals. You were saying, oh, come on, kumbaya, let them come. Put them up in five-star hotels. And what do they do? Oh, if you try to evict us, we're going to protest. Illegal aliens wanting to protest. No, they're not undocumented workers. Come on, stop it. The Constitution says illegal, illegal aliens. Let's just call it the way it is. Well, it seems too harsh. Well, it needs to be harsh so that people will wake up and realize the crises that we're in. The state of affairs in New York is atrocious. It's horrible. You have human feces all on the streets. You have homeless people walking around crazy, harming innocent, law-abiding citizens. But this is what you wanted. You wanted this diversity and equity mayor. Oh, yeah, he looks good in a suit. With this earring, oh, he, he's a vegan, but what else is here? He's an empty suit. What is he doing? Absolutely nothing. And then I'm hearing that he's looking at running for the presidency. <laughs> really? But again, why not? Look at the people that are there. They're incompetent idiots. They're not doing anything to help the country. They just want it for the show. They just want it for the name, the bragging rights. Oh, I was the first this. I was that. Never mind the fact that I'm destroying the city. And you have people, these elitist people, that will kowtow to them and put them in office. Horrible. 2023, we've lost our senses. We have a nutcase in the White House who has dementia, but the media wants to cover for him. And then here in New York City, we have another nutcase. By sheer fact of diversity and equity, it's his turn. Let's see what he can do. Well, we already know what he can do. He can mess things up. So now I hear that Darren Aquino is coming back. He wants to try to clean up this mess. He's calling it out. and saying that it's not good. We're glad that someone is looking and saying, it's time for a change. And we need to make the change. Darren, how are you tonight, my good friend?
2: Well, guys, it's so good to be back with you. And share my thoughts. And I missed you guys. A lot was going on in Florida, um, you know, with the hurricane. Uh, and I lived in the area. Thank God it was around me. It was almost biblical. It was on this side and it was on that side, but it didn't come near me to the point where it would cause me harm or devastation to the place I, I live. Um, so I'm grateful for that. And I tried to make some efforts to help um, here as well and the organization that I had advocates for disabled Americans, veterans, police, firemen, and families. You know, and looking at at this time, looking at all the things going on in New York, you can't get away from it. The mass shooting, all of the things that went on since he took office and his false pledges talking about Eric Adams Made me want to come back to New York for two reasons. I was invited by uh, community activists like myself, some conservatives and Democrats, because at the end of the day, you guys know it. And that's why we have a relationship, which is people, diversity, and equity. There's diversity there, but there's no equity. Um, figureheads to look good is politics. America doesn't need a politician. New York doesn't. When I say America, New York is the face of America because of Ellis Island and the immigrants that came in and made America what America is today, a great city, destroyed by guys like Andrew Cuomo, Bill de Blasio. Mike Bloomberg didn't do a great job either. He was a businessman. His interest, he stole another term after we put term limits in place. And these things hurt me because guess what, guys, I became a grandfather six months ago. And they live in New York, my grandson Christopher and my oldest daughter, Nicolina, they live in Bayside. I'm deathly afraid of the challenges they face with a failing mayor who doesn't care about crime and a governor who supports that to not protect the good people of New York. So yes, am I gonna come back? Yes. Um, I've waited to hold this interview for you guys um, because, you know, I'm reaching the people of New York. You know me. I'm a grassroots guy. New York works because New York cares because of all New Yorkers. There hasn't been an elected official since Rudy Giuliani that had New York in its best interest and what New York means to America. It is the greatest city in the world because of Great people came out of New York. Presidents came out of New York from the early days. Battles that are historic in our history started in New York, Mount Vernon, battle in Central Park, right? These things were real. And to watch the craziness that went on during de Blasio that just shifted to Adams. So, you know, he he just took on the burden and and he carried the de Blasio torch and he thinks he's bringing that to victory causing more harm and devastation to the greatest city. Kathy Hochul is another mess. There's no law and order. You know, I was talking to my friends this morning and supporters who are begging me to come back. But let me tell you this before I continue. I have to have open heart surgery. And it's going to be good. I got the best surgeon in Cleveland Clinic. It's renowned. I got the top surgeon, the guy that's in charge. He's the, he's the big McGilla. And my cardiologist and him are friends, and my case was special, and it was important because I was losing my breath because of the leaks and some of 9-11 issues that uh, COPD, I thought, was, but it wasn't. It was the leaks and a little blockage, but they're going to solve those problems on Wednesday, and I'm grateful to have such an amazing thoracic team and cardiologist that's going to make my heart like brand new, and he told me, so...
1: That's good. So we're glad that you're coming back. We're glad that you're you're going to be on the men's when you do come back. You have the surgery. Godspeed. Thank you. But everything that's going on in your life, for you to want to come back and take on this task of trying to bring the city back from hell, that it is hell that we're living mm-hmm. in, that Eric Adams has bestowed upon this great city and then Kathy Hochul upon the state. The both of them, incompetent. She has her position because she's a woman and everyone thinks that, oh, we now have the first woman. But as I said in my opening, what good is it to be the first when you're also the worst? <laughs> the city point. should not be in the predicament that it's in. When Giuliani took over, There were a lot of people that were against him, a lot of people doubted him and said it can't be done. He can't turn a city around. He turned it around, and then the state started to turn around, and New York became the big city. Apple that everyone wanted to go to. You could go with your families. You could catch a movie. You could go to Broadway. You could see a show. You could hang out at Times Square. You could go to Brooklyn. You could go to Queens. You could go to the Bronx. But now at 9 p.m., you better be at home with your doors locked because if you're not, God forbid what's going to happen to you. And Even with the banks, The 24-hour ATMs, banks, we don't close. Now the ATMs are closing at not 9 o'clock, but 5 and 6 o'clock because of the crime. And there was a report that came out the other day that crime on the subway is down. And I say, don't you believe they're lying to you. It is not down. If anything, it is up. Yes, they have a few police here and a few police there. But people need to be aware as to what these individuals are doing. When Kathy was running for governor, right before the week that we were to vote, that's when she decided to put police all out. But after that, she took them in. And then the defunding of the police, thanks to de Blasio and AOC and all these other left-wing radicals. And you have people that are saying, oh, I can't believe the crime. What do you mean? You voted for these people. You voted for this craziness. And now the rest of us have to endure it. So with all that's just going on and what you're about to go through, why would you even want to consider to take this on, Darren?
2: That's a good point, guys. I love New York. It's the city that made me the guy I am today. Through the opportunity and encouragement, inspired that I can do all things, I became a national advocate a tv and movie actor because of opportunity because it is the greatest city because of all of us we make it great but we started failing by making choices that would bring people elected officials because of it's it's popular to have a black mayor or a spanish mayor how about having a skill set to be mayor you know listen we are a country of cultures we're a city of, of so many cultures. It's what makes us great, the contributions, right? When, when you look at the many restaurants, that tells you the people that are here and make our city great. Yes, we have crime, bad crime. These folks, this is why. My daughter and grandson live there. Look what they're doing to the schools indoctrinating our children making them decide what sex they want to be in first grade instead of teaching them about math, history, constitution, things that are important, right? Business administration as they grow. No, they want to talk about sexual innuendos and indoctrinate our children with things that have nothing to do with education to set them on the path to have a future. You know, they're taking away a direction and, 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 poisoning their minds, perverting education. These are, this is one thing. And You know how I am passionate about the homelessness. It hasn't gotten better, it's gotten worse. And 5,000 of those New Yorkers are homeless veterans who served and fought the war on terror. You know, I talked to Eric Adams and I told you how I felt about him. And I said, two years before he ran, we talked. And when it got closer, I told you, no, I'm out of this because he's a phony. Look what he did. He stole my ideas. Bodito sat at the table and gave him my idea about the five deputy mayors. What good is using somebody's idea if you don't use it to the fullest? The whole idea of having five deputy mayors because we had underserved boroughs like the Bronx. And I know this as an advocate. And this is why I'm running. Because if they're not serving our children, they'll never serve the adults and families. Because New York is about families. Families prospering, advancing their lives. Families, families coming together to celebrate the freedom that we enjoyed in New York. The greatest city in the world. Why? Because all of the opportunities that were here. You could be anything, right? History has shown us that mayors, governors, presidents came out of New York. Businessmen, actors, entertainers, famous, not so famous, but notable for the contribution they gave back to New York. When you take on a high position like mayor in a devastated time, right? We got a spiraling economy. Is it politics and democratic? Is it Republican? How about this? It's poor leadership. He's a failing mayor with no skill to repair the brokenness left behind. You think Bill de Blasio showed you what not to do, not to continue doing it, but to get in there and start saving New York and how valuable it is to all of us for what it means to us. Right. The shiny city on the hill is not Washington. It's New York. It's the shiny city. But now it's dull. It's frightful. People talk when I hear them. Two million people left New York and came to Florida. Now I want to go back because I want to spend time with my grandchild. Doesn't mean I'm not going to come back to Florida and have a place here because I love Naples, Florida. But New York needs leadership. And when I seen that, that uh, Eric Adams plagiarized some of my platform and he let everybody down who contributed, both Democrat and Republican, let me tell you, he went to my family restaurant and he got the endorsement of Casa Medidas, Bo Diddle, and people affluent in, in the area. Okay, he got that. Mm-hmm. And I said at the beginning, he shouldn't have won that because I knew he was going to let everybody down. It's okay to be whatever you are, but be good at it. Be the person that people need you to be. You know, we we may be, you know, politics likes to call us, like you said at the beginning, right? I happen to be a minority. I'm Italian, American, and here's what I found out some more things about my bloodline. I actually have Haitian in my bloodline. My great-great-great-grandmother on my mother's side was born in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. How about that? I didn't know that. So... (laughs) <laughs> I got a lot of diversity in me, but what I got is a passion to help our city get back to its rightful place, to keep New York safe, to bring back opportunity, to solve the problems that were created and have an investigation committee for de, de Blasio. Those nursing home murders are not going away, and nobody's going to get away with that. Friends of mine personally, their family members died. Yeah, they must be accountable.
0: Darren, hold that thought. We're going to come back and talk more about those nursing homes in New York, uh, some of the other problems that are happening in the city under Eric Adams after a quick commercial break. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. And if you're not satisfied, you can get your money back on your order. So go to HealthyCell.com, check out the products, read the reviews. People love this product because it really does work. And you can save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin and Andrew and special guest, Darren Aquino. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. HealthyCell.com, code out loud.
3: For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan. A plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com.
1: Folks, New York is in a crisis mode. We are at a place, it seems a place of no return, and we need to get back, reclaim. Who we are as citizens of this great city, because we know that the current mayor—I don't even know if he's concerned, if he knows that he's our mayor, or is he just the mayor for the illegals that are—I—I I, I can't figure that out, and I doubt that he knows because he's looking at higher office. So if he could just get by with what's happening now, just slide by, pretend as if though. He's concerned, pretend as if though he wants the city to be safe, pretend as if though he's calling on the federal government to come in and do something about the illegals that are here, an issue that Democrats have caused. If he's thinking that I pretend as if though I'm, I'm, I'm addressing this, that it will be okay. But let's take a closer look at some of the things that he hasn't been focusing on. And Accountability. Who's going to be held accountable for the nursing home debts? See, we've forgotten all about that under Andrew Cuomo when he was a governor and he forced hospitals to take COVID patients. Now he's no longer governor, we have a Kathy Holchel, who is no good. We know that she's whining and dining people that supported her. She's giving them all these contracts, airport contracts, contracts at Penn Station. Because they supported her candidacy, they gave her money, these big donors, and you would think that people would be saying, or people, the media would call call them out, but they're not going to, because they're doing their bidding. But all the deaths, the nursing home deaths, that were brought on by decisions of the former governor, who's looking at, so I hear, of making a comeback, he'll probably try to run for governor again, or even run for the presidency. Who's going to hold them accountable? And I know that you spoke about this once before, Darren, when you came on our show, as to how it impacted your family when your father was sick. How is your father? And what are you going to do about all this?
2: Well, you brought a good question. It's my uncle that I took out of the nursing home. I'm sorry, this, your uncle. But the disabled Vietnam veteran, who happens to be a Latino, um, I rescued him from Riverdale and brought him here and saved his life. Literally, he was perishing there um, because of the reckless leadership. You see, the balance of power in this city is the governor and the mayor. The, gov- the mayor doesn't have to agree with the governor. He has powers under the constitution that if any harm comes to New Yorkers, he could have opposed them because, he should have opposed them because he was putting families at risk now. Here's the big one now, remember. A nursing home. Does that say public hospital? It says nursing home, home, private facility. He invaded them with sick individuals. These people were debilitated. They had protection under what's called the Americans with Disabilities Act, which I lobbied for in 1983 as a 22 year old man. And we got that law passed in 1990. I sent information, as I told you on the show, what to do to not use the nursing homes to use the armories, to use other facilities, I gave my dears. That being said, this caused the devastation and killed loved ones, friends of yours. You know somebody that probably perished. And we knew that somebody would know somebody throughout the United States who died from COVID or a nursing home. That's just reckless leadership following a new administration to make the narrative look correct because they hated a president, they hated a president. So to cause devastation, they took their road that led to the deaths and tragedies. What we need now in New York is a total turnaround. We're gonna hold those folks accountable because I'll put a committee in place. I'm gonna have five deputy mayors that I wanted to be functional, to take care of each borough that reports to me what, what needs to be changed not like I'm some Gestapo leader, but as the head and not the tail, and not obligated to a party, but to the people to solve the problems in every borough so that we're working in unity, that the cities have opportunities with jobs, that we have housing affordable, that we remove the risk of the high crime that presents a threat to liberty and life to every New Yorker. We've saw a Latino store owner be attacked by a young uh, thug, okay? Uh, Politics likes to call you by ethnicity instead of what you are, a thug, okay? To get media from the fake news, not like you guys reporting the truth and what we need to hear. They arrest the person defending himself under the constitution and forefront him as a criminal versus the criminal who came in to overpower an elderly Latino man in a Latino area to follow the themes of the BLM and taking over. What an outrage that this was the torch that was passed over from de Blasio to Eric Adams to continue to allow such crime. You want to be safe in New York. I'm going to make you safe. I'm going to beef up the police, but also we're going to pour in investing in their trainings and remove certain responsibilities and not burden them with things like mental illness that's not their duty. Their duty is to fight crime, not provide medical assistance to the mentally ill, which at times cause crimes, which leads to a systemic problem on the streets, together with homelessness. And then the streets are raging. Now you've got an influx of migrants, illegals that came here by crashing and invading America. And he says he don't know what to do. Of course you know what to do. He doesn't want to do it because it's not popular to the party. What about the people you represent? They got to go back. They got to go back because you have to keep New York safe. You have to keep New Yorkers safe. You took an oath before New Yorkers, not illegals. The oath is to protect and defend the Constitution, the ultimate power for all of us and not them. He's a mayor that should be impeached what he's doing. Not to mention the jab or job. You lose your job. He lost that lawsuit. I'm trying to go quicker so we can show all the things he didn't do that he promised. I spoke to him. He came to me two years before and asked me if he would cross party lines. Crossing party lines is a good thing if you're going to do things that are good for the people, putting collective ideas together to benefit all of us and not some of us. You know, in the United States, there's a statement, right? The greatest acronym of all acronyms is USA, United States of America, us, U.S., us. It describes at the very beginning, us. He wasn't taking care of us. The president is not taking care of us. The governor is not taking care of us. We need to get our city, the greatest city, and make the example and start the domino effect again by reversing the crime situation, by reversing the housing situation, the systemic problem of mental illness, this alleged nonsense of systemic racism. We have racists around the country, yes. Those are criminals breaking the law and they will be punished. We do not tolerate any kind of brutalities or any kind of crime. We have to get back and put the big pants on of a man or a woman who's leading. You lead with integrity, honor, character, and a plan. They have demonstrated. They have no plan. The plan has cost the lives of New Yorkers. Look at the two cops. Look at the cop that got shot. Young kid, 26, the age of my daughter. From a scam online, he went and he was shot in the head. Right? We have these kind of tragedies. Look at the, Don't forget the other two young police officers that were killed. And now the mother is, is the the wife is pregnant, and she right. was in the cathedral speaking. I didn't so Derek, yes, right. We, we we can't forget them, but Darren. I mean,
1: Adams is from his background. He was, I think, it was a transit cop.
2: And when he happened,
1: s- It was like okay when he sees this is taking place in the city that he's responsible for, and yet and still he's not going to Kathy and saying, Kathy, you need to talk to D.A. Bragg and tell him he needs to change this no bail and all this other crazy stuff. You would think that there would be a brotherhood that he can identify with these officers and say, oops, my brother has been removed from his family. But it's as if though he doesn't, he's not even focusing in on it. His mind is somewhere else wearing his nice suits, but he's not looking at the, the daily lives of New Yorkers, the heartbeat of New Yorkers. And like you said, during COVID, a lot of New Yorkers moved to Florida because they're like, we've had it. You have the governor, I mean, yeah, the governor of Florida telling police officers in New York, come to Florida, we respect law enforcement. We need those officers here, but this mayor seems to be oblivious as to what's happening in his own backyard and front yard,
2: what do you say? I listen. I agree. My nephew is a cop in the Seven Five Precinct. He's a fo- he's a brother to the uniform. I'm family to the uniform as well. My brothers are the cop in Nassau County. Two of my nephew, one's in an MTA, and my future son-in-law is Port Authority. The police are not respected because the leader is not respected. He has no game plan. They still don't have a contract. They, they are improperly trained. The money that's given to the police department wasn't utilized in the best interest of protecting New Yorkers to make them better skilled. What you have is a hostile city because you had reckless leaders. He was handed a, a broken city and he continued to break it. The two past outgoing leaders brought in two new broken leaders. You think that his cop instinct would take off. No, here's what happened. Politics took over. Even his humanity is gone. Look at the train wreck of the shooting. I was on the phone with a detective on the scene when that mass shooting happened on the train. Him and Kathy Hochul stood there. Lives were lost. People were killed. And you have no plan and then criminals get out of jail? They are politicians. They're not New Yorkers. They forgot who they were because it's better to be a politician than to defend your city. They were going with the popular radical left way to make it look like it's not bad. It's really safe in New York. We're going to keep people safe. But how many people, what about that mom who was killed, right? And they put it on front page. Kathy Hochul failed her. Kathy Hochul didn't just fail her. Eric Adams didn't fail her. Remember the leadership of governor and mayor. He's responsible for the five boroughs. He overrules the governor. The governor's only in place to help him be more successful, the two of them are a failure. I'm not gonna bash them in their character. Here's what they are. They're incapable of leading the greatest city to protect the greatest people in the world. People love New Yorkers. They love our energy, our spontaneity, you know, our our helping hand that we instinctively, how good were we after 9-11 to everyone? How good were we? I'm gonna bring back that, that unity. I'm going to bring back leadership. I'm going to have five deputy mayors. He ruined the plan that I presented for the first time ever. All he did was use a plan that was popular because they have no ideas. If you notice, Democrats plagiarize candidates, whether they're Republican De- who has a better idea or they research old ones that never got to be carried out so that they can look like they're showing something new. But you all heard that I was going to do that long before he did. I said my plan that I would have five deputy mayors so that we would have the full function of the city, and it would be at my disposal in my when I'm traveling with my 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 administration, my motorcade, whatever, going to the boroughs, keeping our cops safe, keeping our cops in line. You know, there's there's the devastation that happened to New York is an absolute result: the job failure, the businesses closing, the nursing home deaths, the homelessness. Plans that were given to him by my partner, uh, Ron Skinner. You know, he, we, we work together. We're, we're core New Yorkers. We have nothing but ideas, and the ideas come from the failure of others. You know, New Yorkers are so creative and so inspired that we, we snap to it. It's not, a, a, you know, it's not rocket science to stop homelessness with abandoned buildings, right? We talked about my plans. Why not use them? They had a 13,000 bed facility in Suffolk County called Pilgrim State Hospital. They sold it for 20 million instead of using that bed to bring in homeless, sick people. And then it, on 458 acres, not only could you have put the tents there and used the armories that I directed him to do that to keep people safe and start separating because the homeless population is what would bring more people into sickness because they're exposed to it more. It's just that all of these things that are spiraling out of control along with the economy is the misuse and poor leadership from the White House down to the mayor. You see, good governing starts at the lowest levels. You know, it could have a bad effect or a good effect. And if it has a good effect, the good thing about doing good things, they spiral too into a a good effect. You know, if you do Great New York, Right. This governor is going to say this is great if if they're competent. okay. but if they're criminals and they're just looking for position and power, then that's a problem in itself. New York needs real help and real leadership. Another reckless leader. He's not as 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 callous as de Blasio, but he's just failing. He just doesn't have what it takes to be the mayor of the greatest city to meet the needs of the people, not himself. Not to play games. Am I going to have a diverse administration? Absolutely. Because diversity is what makes up New York. So for order, in my mantra is the same that I used in 2016. Team New York. New York works because New York cares. That's not a political statement. That's me speaking as a New Yorker to my fellow New Yorkers to say, together,
0: we're going to fix this. And yeah. I'm going to show you how. Yeah, that's a great mantra. Darren, uh, we're going to come back for one more segment. You turned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew with our special guest, Merrill candidate Darren Aquino. The Out Loud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide
2: spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio.
3: Liberty and justice for all.
1: Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash outloud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OutLoud. With Genesis,
3: you're ready for anything. Hello, I'm Ben Marble MD, and I founded MyFreedoctor.com as a donation-supported faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time.
0: We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, and we've got on guest Darren Aquino, who's announced that he's planning on running for mayor of New York City next time around against Eric Adams, or if Eric Adams isn't running, whoever's running in the Democrat Party. But I've got a couple questions for Darren. Uh, We know that New York City, it's such a big city, we're going to see a lot of money thrown at these candidates um, in the next race. Um, How is he going to combat that? And also, um, are you going to run as a Republican? I mean, obviously, that's what you seem to identify as the most with your policies, but um might be easier to get on that ballot as an independent or something like that. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Are you uh, running as a Republican for sure? And uh, what are your thoughts on uh, raising money to uh, get you in this race head to head with Eric Adams? You, you
2: You raised a good point. Um Here's the thing about me, and I'm a patriot. I'm a Lincoln Reagan Republican. I grew up on the Ronald Reagan who was support. As you see, you can see our audience can see. So you see all the photos behind me. You see those, those are letters and communications with six presidents in my advocacy, which now the failing leadership has made me come out. I want to run as a, you know, somebody said I should run as a conservative Democrat because that's the old school Democrat-Republican like Kennedy. You know, Kennedy was a great president. He had America's best interests. Everybody loved Kennedy. I'm pretty much along those lines. Um, and, you know, back in the, the 80s, Republicans and Democrats got along. Today, you're almost afraid to say Republican because they come out and shoot you because the narrative, the false narrative that was created uh, during Donald Trump to make people hate People who love America using calling MAGA candidates make America great. A person, a New Yorker, an American saying, I want to make America great. We've been called domestic terrorists. So, you know, I don't want to deviate from who I am to appease the parties because I'm not here to serve the party. I'm here to serve my community. And in this case, New York City, the place I grew up. So, yes, I'm going to run as a Republican. I'm not gonna change because I'm not scared of anybody and I won't be intimidated, but I wanna make that distinction when I come out like you guys picked up on because, you know, real Republicans fight for everybody. The rhinos and the Democrats fight for themselves. So I do have a challenge ahead, but we are planning right now where I'm assembling my team uh, that has called me. Uh, we're gonna have some great ladies come on board. Uh, with a lot of diversity Uh, you know let me just say this two to three of those deputy mayors are going to be women of character integrity one of them is a single mom uh, who takes care of four children and she's a, 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 a part of the fabric in the community in Astoria so you know like I told you the mantra New York works because New York cares So I'm bringing the caring people. And when we go on the campaign trail to announce this administration, it'll be me at first. And then I'm going to introduce what my plans are. And then I'm going to show you the people who are going to carry it out with me. No other mayor's done it. He implemented. You saw Eric Adams copied and plagiarized and brought it in after he was elected. I'm going to show you why you need to elect me, why my plan is better, because it's inclusive of all of us how we can get past, get ahead of our problems and solve this uh, migrant situation in New York. We got, we got three major problems and that's going to be on, on the table for my fundraising, right? To raise the money. Because if we can get all New Yorkers to participate, you know, a dollar, five dollars, that's going to make a difference when you get the New Yorkers to believe in me as the, the next leader of New York with Team New York, not me doing it alone, because no man is an island and no man, no one man could fix New York without an effective, efficient team. And I'm going to show you who that team is, because we're all going to be like-minded. We're going to respect everybody's right. And we're going to show how we're going to make the city united. And we're going to be, it's going to be like Rudy Giuliani's time, but with a different theme, because we're in a different time. We have to roll with the times. New York is known for that. You know, we're the fastest uh, progressive city in the world, you know. And when I'm talking about progress, I'm not talking progressive. I'm talking progress for families. New York families want to go to the next level. I call it the next chapter in America leading through New York. We'll do it. You watch and see what I'm going to do. And you guys will be involved. You guys will be involved because I want the grassroots media to come together to see what real leaders do. I'm not a politician. I'm a New Yorker trying to give my hand in saving the greatest city with an idea that ones that uh, Eric Adams did not implement, he was given them. I know he was given them. I gave him some. Ron gave him some. What he did, we had intellectual property theft. That's what we have. And he put people in to appease people. We're going to have people that are qualified. I don't care what your background is. Show me that you got character. Show me that you got integrity. Show me that you have loyalty. Show me that you could handle this job with skill set and you're going to be that person, whether you're male or female. And that doesn't matter. We're not going to allow indoctrination in the schools. We're not going to allow. We're going to get back to teaching. When I went to school, I pledged allegiance and we prayed. And that's what we did because it was good then. But we're going to make sure that nobody's rights are violated. We're an open-minded city and we're open to all new ideas, but I will not allow anyone to fringe, infringe on somebody else's freedom. That's the great thing about New York. With good leadership, we can make the city happy as a one. And that's what I plan to do. That's my promise. I will never fail you. I will not be taken or overcome by being a political politician. I don't do political correct. What I do is loyalty. I give solutions and ideas that can solve the many problems. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'm the most loyal. And together, we will work out our problems and watch what we do. And one thing to our police officers who who will listen. A lot of police officers killed themselves uh, who had five, seven years in Rio. So I was at his funeral before I left New York. Seven years on the job. Um, tragedies that happen, it's like, it's like being a soldier, domestic soldier, when you're a police officer, a good police officer, dedicated to your community. If you have a tragedy and say by accident you shoot a kid that you thought he had a weapon, that plays a lot and that gives you PTSD. PTSD. PTSD is a condition. I will reverse Every action that denied the families of their loved ones who were police officers, they will get those benefits and we will declare them that they were disabled and ignored. I will put in better structure. And I texted Eric Adams. I wish I could show you guys here, but I'll be ready to show it on the campaign trail what I told him to do during that time. Because New Yorkers help each other, even if he's in leadership. You know, we want our mayors to succeed. I don't want to come out and bash him. I'd rather him succeed and I don't have to do the job. I'd rather relax here in Florida. But I have a grandchild and my son and daughter, two daughters are in New York. I want them to be safe. So to be, to keep them safe, I have to at least try and fight for them. That's what fathers do. That's what parents do. That's what tough New Yorkers do. We're New York tough and we don't take guff from anybody. So that's, that's my plan, guys. Well, Darren, it sounds really good. And I'm glad you mentioned about the police And what they go
1: through, the PSTD, when they, you know, have shot a person, because some people feel that cops are just there shooting people and they have no remorse. It's like, wait a minute, a, a human life has ended. And they don't take it lightly. Yes, there are rogue cops that are out there. But a majority of our police officers, like a majority of our doctors and our teachers, are good people. And they want to protect and they want to serve. And I think they've been given a raw deal by this entire deep on the police. It was misplaced. And we've got to get beyond that. We've got to get beyond it. But I want to ask you also, what about those cops that, like I said in the second uh, segment of the show, that are leaving the city? and going to places like Florida or Texas, whereby they will be respected. And then those same police officers who are like, you know, in who lost their jobs because they wouldn't take the vaccine. What would you say to those police officers, those men and women?
2: Well, let me say affirmatively, I will restore. They will get back, I'll figure out a plan because listen, right now, New York's got no money. With Joe Biden's economy, Okay, we depend on the federal government. We can't just print money we don't have. You know, that's like, uh, that's just dumb. We're not going to do dumb. Uh, I want the cops to know, as a family to the uniform, not taking any side, but standing for our law enforcement who stands up for us. You know, cops are people too. And they're somebody's son and daughter my son in law, my brother, my nephews. They're good cops. I want them to know that with my leadership, I'm going to revisit their benefits. I'm going to look over their pay. I'm going to give our New York Cubs. They're the lowest paid. That's got to stop. They've faced the most challenges, and they're the lowest paid. We're going to do a lot of things for them. I don't want to give too much now, but as we go on the campaign trail, and I just have a feeling, guys, that you're going to stick with me, and you're going to be the number one outlet that I share all of my desires to make New York great again. Because that's what I'm going to do. We're going to take care of our cops. And I don't want them to worry. And I want the families of those who lost their lives to suicide, make no mistake, I will restore and put benefits back to those families because they left children behind. PTSD is a condition that resulted in death. And that's a disability payment. And I will make sure that every family who lost their loved one to suicide, as long as it meets the criteria. And I will set a criteria under the ADA. I won't use my own imagination. I'm going to enforce law. That's what I'm going to do because those families now struggling. Just imagine losing your loved one who's a cop because his job was too overwhelming because he had no place to go. I had a plan with these folks and it's going to be the same thing for the veterans. Wait till you see. It's going to be an exciting campaign because the failing mayor is going to learn a lesson. Don't push the patience of real New Yorkers because you'll lose. We don't want to, we don't want to shame you. We don't want to badmouth you. If you can't do the job, leave. Show face. Show character. Step down and let somebody that can do the job do the job because New Yorkers deserve it. New Yorkers deserve it, and I'm going to give them what they deserve because my kids are there. Your families are there. And I grew up there all of my life. We have to preserve the greatest city because that's going to send a message globally, because everybody's sending a message back on how failing both the outgoing governor and mayor were and to the current one. What does that say? They're losing faith in Americans. We're a laughingstock to the world. And that's not a good face for us. And to just and finally saying 125,000 homeless veterans around the country who fought the war on terror and you want to put immigrants first? I'm not a callous, listen, where America, America's a country of immigrants, but they're not illegal. And they didn't crash their way in here. We will structure better infrastructure for uh, a plan for allowing uh, immigrants who have been here and contributed to uh, society and shown that they are worthy of citizenship to be adopted by America. I will expedite that as the mayor. I will do my part but everybody's going to be vetted. If you got a history, you're going back. And that's all there is. You got a criminal history. Goodbye. You're out. We're going to take the bull by the horns and we're going to lead, but I'm not going to do it alone. I'm going to lead with the support of all New Yorkers and team New York. New York works because New York cares and I'm running for mayor and I'm Darren Aquino and we're going to do it because it's our job as citizens of the United States of America, to protect every city, every state in the union. That's our job. That's why we're called United. It's about us doing our job to get away from corrupt politics. Finally, I wanna say this. The elections were stolen from, in the 2020, it was stolen from Zeldin, because here's why. Remember I talked about the disabled voter. There are no braille mail-in ballots for the visually impaired. There are more than 2 million blind New Yorkers. Who can say that their ballots are, are, are true? They had somebody else do it. And the ADA says that they were required to alternate the format since 1990. It's 2022 in that election, and they weren't modified. They're going to answer for that. They're going to answer for that. And I'm going to hold those accountable. People who are responsible for not doing it, they'll be charged. They'll be fined. And there will be civil penalties behind it. You know how you hurt these arrogant elitists? You send them to court and you make them pay their due. Everybody's going to pay their fair share. And those who interfered with the election process have to answer. Look at Bloomberg. He had three terms. The council members that he paid off now are living high on the hog. When we say two-term limits, they'll stand by it. We can't allow the wealthy, or the powerful to dictate to the will of the American people in any state of the union. We can't allow it. And New York being the example, we got to step up. If anybody steps up, it's New Yorkers. So I'm going to step up on behalf of my fellow New Yorkers, my family, and my friends to make a difference. And I think I can. I know I can. It's not about thinking. It's about the only question we have is raising the money. Raising the money to keep up with the elitists that have destroyed the city, but I think after two terms, two two failing mayors, two failing governors that killed your family, took your job away, and closed your business, and 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 killed your loved ones through crime and the nursing home murders, I think you had enough. Yeah, and with I think- the influx of uh, migrants taking away New York's rights, New Yorkers' rights, giving a migrant a home before a homeless new yorker giving him a check before a welfare check before
0: the struggling new yorker that's not going to happen not in my city yeah thank you so much darren for coming on Uh, i've got your heart surgery this week certainly if you're thinking about it tonight uh, say a prayer for darren and a speedy recovery we know he'll have one he's got the best working on him And uh, he'll be back in action soon. And you can follow him on social media at Aquino for Congress. Looks like he might have to update it to Aquino for Mayor at some point. I'm going to update it. I'm going to update it. He's still Aquino for Congress on social media. And we're all out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.